What's up, Wikimaniacs? Support for today's episode comes from True Classic. This brand new sponsor has the absolute best fitting t-shirts a man can buy. Finding the right t-shirt with a little bit of a dad bod is incredibly frustrating. Trust me, I know. Most t-shirts are either way too tight on your gut or look way too big and boxy. You're not in high school anymore, my guy, and it's time to upgrade. True Classic has already helped over 2 million men finally get a better fit at an affordable price. Our listeners get access to the best deal they offer. For a limited time only, you can get 25% off with the code reddit at trueclassic.com. Again, that's promo code reddit at trueclassic.com. We are. We are. We are cultivate. 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 We are cultivate. What's up, Wikimaniacs? Welcome back to our second official Am I the Asshole episode. My name is Josh Shell, and I will be your host for today. With me, however, is my co-host that never abandons me. We have Mr. John Consignato. What's up, John? What's up? Call me Mr. Reliable, baby, because I'm always coming through. (laughs) You're always here. And have you missed an episode? Absolutely not. I'm the milkman, baby. I always deliver. (laughs) Even on Sundays. (laughs) Speaking of milk, Sean is still out getting milk at the corner store. But mom (laughs) mom promised he'd be back soon. So in the meantime, filling in for him, we have someone I am a huge fan of. He is the host of the amazingly produced podcast Sandman Stories Presents. Please welcome Dustin. How's it going, Dustin? Hey, fellas. Good to meet y'all camera to camera. Yeah, kind of in person, halfway across the world. (laughs) Yeah, from Ansan, South Korea. Yeah. What time is it there? (laughs) About eight in the morning. Oh, God. I would not be able to get up to do a podcast, so full respects to you. (laughs) I'm, I'm already at work, so just came into work a little bit early. Well, we appreciate you coming on early for us and definitely recommend going check out Sandman Stories Presents. It is very well done. I'm not going to lie. I have fallen asleep to it. (laughs) It is an excellent podcast to fall asleep to. I just threw it on one day in the afternoon, passed out like it was nothing. So if you have trouble sleeping, Uh, Dustin's got an excellent, uh, just just excellent radio voice. Exactly. Hey, I always (laughs) openly admit, hey, Sandman Stories is one of my, like, this is my favorite bedtime story you listen to. So, Wikimaniacs, <laughs> you are in good hands with Dustin. This is Reddit on Wiki certified recommendation right here. Sandman <laughs> Stories, baby. Uh, yeah, I don't take compliments while well, so I'm just... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, we'll move on then. We'll, we'll yeah. <laughs> just leave it at that. Today, we have some very interesting stories, including one that made me literally spit my water out when I was reading it. So, super exciting to read that one. Okay. But before we jump into the episode, if you have any Am I the Asshole stories you'd like us to cover, please send it to redditonwikipod at gmail.com or DM us on Instagram or Twitter at redditonwiki. Links are in the show notes for all of those. On top of that, if you are a returning listener, please consider giving us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Podchaser, or tell a friend about us. If you really like the show and want to get episodes a week early and ad-free, you can go to patreon.com slash cultivate podcast network and sign up to help support the show. 
Now I can take a breath. <laughs> yeah. Now that all Sean's plugs are in there. So $25, it's your boy, $25. It's your, yeah, that, that should be his nickname. There we go. <laughs> With all of that out of the way, it's time to jump into some of the stories for today. That kind of rhymed. I didn't, wasn't going yeah. for that, but <laughs> you're spitting drinks and spitting bars. Look at you, my boy. There we go. That's nice. So proud that's a of good, you. good line. Good line. I like it. <laughs> so starting off, we're going to start off with a shorter story. Am I the asshole for asking my wife to take care of our newborn during the night hours while she is on maternity leave? Okay. <laughs> is it, is that the whole story? No, no, no. There's more. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, oh, I need some more information. You're like, yeah, I don't know the context. <laughs> I'll jump into the story here. So my wife works at a company that gives 16 weeks of paid maternity leave. I only asked her that during the 16 week time period that she take care of the baby during the midnight hours while I sleep since I have to wake up from work Monday to Friday. I told her that after I got off work, I will take over entirely, do all the chores, cook, take care of the baby and even more on weekends where I have no issue staying up late, waking up early or on multiple times in the night for her to catch up on needed rest. I also know that some nights, even if I am working, I will stay up with the baby, but she still thinks it's unfair and it's not an even split, which I disagree with. Be honest with me. I may be the asshole. I just want opinions. So am I the asshole? I think you're a semi-asshole. Not full, yeah. not full on. Semi. Your wife gave birth. This woman had another life come out of her you know, but JJ or stomach, whichever, but yeah, okay. whichever, you know, depending on a situation. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I think part of being a parent involves losing sleep. And if your wife is in maternity leave, she needs to be able to take that time to recover from the traumatic experience that she went through from childbirth. And I think you point. can get away with losing sleep in the next six months. If you, both of you consciously decided to have a child to bring another life on earth. I think you're a semi-asshole there, my guy. Yeah. John, you knocked it out of the park. Yeah. 16 weeks. So it's only four months of Oh, there you go. I can't leave. count. I'm not good at math. I'm the bad Asian when it comes to math. I, uh, I think we're all bad at math. <laughs> it's just a little bit longer than a mile. And, uh, just slightly. Just slightly. <laughs> And yeah, you, you gotta be, I mean, at least half the time on the nights, if not more, she's recovering from, yeah, pushing a baby out or getting cut open and taking a baby out. So either yeah. one is pretty darn impressive, you know, just get up. I know you got to work, but at work, you're not doing work all the time. That's a good point. Yeah. You know? Cause you, like your wife is at home constantly with the baby, right? Mm -hmm. So she's full time yeah. while you're at work. Whereas you get like breaks and lunch and stuff to do whatever you want. She's also a hundred percent taking care of the lactation because unless he's, unless he's somehow making it, she's got all that. Yeah. The math doesn't add up that he's doing 50% of that. So <laughs> no, considering the woman did a hundred percent of the pushing out to begin with anyways, I feel like my guy, you need to go 150% just helping her get back recovering. But I think the main reason why I call him a semi-asshole, based on a context that they, he gave us, he seemed mm -hmm. like he communicated that explicitly with his, with his wife. And the fact that he's kind of acknowledging that, you know what, maybe I am kind of being an asshole a little bit. So it's, yeah. it's the awareness part for me is just like, okay, maybe you're not full on an idiot at this point. 
That's fair. I'm going to go full asshole personally (laughs) for most of the reasons that uh, you and Dustin said, like she is at home full time with the baby. And if you're at like a company that is even minorly understanding, they they understand you just had a baby. If you're a little bit tired at work, I don't think anyone's going to give you flack for that. So I I think doing your, your half or even like close to half is more than fair for the nights and you'll get to a point where the baby is sleeping through the nights so it's not going to be the entire time you have a child but it'll be for quite a while and as you guys pointed out like that is a traumatic experience for the body pregnancy so the recovery is weeks if not months sometimes years for some women and to not allow your wife the the rest that she requires to heal from that is is kind of an asshole move personally <laughs> it makes sense but he did say that he's pretty much the asshole too so it's the self-awareness part it's what gave me the True. little tiny asshole grade for me yeah he's not the worst asshole we've seen <laughs> he's not we've had worse he's, he's, <laughs> no. yeah, he, yeah he's at least looking for other options you know he's he's reaching exactly. out to see that's fair enough any final closing thoughts before we move on to the next story? I'm just glad he did realize that he is being a bit of the asshole. And I, I think there are some folks out there that discount how much parents who stay at home work. Yeah. You know, like I, I see it sometimes here in Korea is, well, she doesn't work. And I'm like, you know, <laughs> she's cooking and cleaning and doing all sorts of stuff and entertaining an infant that yeah. is not easy. I used to work I- at a preschool. And taking care of infants was not easy. No, much respect. My girlfriend's a teacher uh, as well. So I, I know she comes home every day and she's just like, it's exhausting entertaining 20 some odd kids for, for six, seven hours a day. Yeah, I can only imagine Dustin. <laughs> and on top of being a mother, it's full time. You never get a break. So I think as a husband and as a partner, you should be able to step in and say, I'll take on half, at least half the load to to help ease that workload. You can't send that kid back to its parents. You are the parents. Yeah. That's the great thing about teaching is when you get a kid who you're like, oh, I don't want to be around you. You send them home to the parents. Yeah. Okay, I'm done with you. This kid comes home with you. <laughs> yeah. You can't just shove it back out there. <laughs> Here's a pixie stick, kid. Go mess up your parents' life right now. <laughs> oh, and with that, we'll move on to the next story, which actually I think will maybe hit home a little bit for both of you. Am I the asshole for imposing my culture even though I thought I was just being nice? Even though I, a 23-year-old female, am American, my parents are immigrants and therefore I have a different cultural upbringing than most. One thing that was always hammered into my head from a young age was to always, always bring a small gift whenever visiting anyone's house. It doesn't matter if it's a family or a friend or one person you kind of know but don't really like, bringing something is a must. My boyfriend, who is 28-year-old male, and I have been dating for almost four years now, and since we both work from home, he suggested that we make dinner with his parents a weekly thing since we haven't been able to see each other for obvious reasons. I love his parents, so obviously I agreed. Every week I make sure to bring something small to show my appreciation for them, cooking for us. I always use my own money, a small bottle of wine, their favorite desserts, some flowers, etc. And they always thank me for it. This has been going on for a few months and I and absolutely didn't notice anything out of the ordinary until yesterday when my boyfriend and I were preparing to head over. I'd gotten a cute vase of daffodils since luckily I found them in bloom and my boyfriend's mom really loves them. But my boyfriend suddenly got really mad and asked why I kept bringing stuff over every week like his parents were a charity case. 
honestly, I got super confused and asked him what the problem was and that I've always done this with everyone, including his friends since we met, that it was a cultural thing, but he got even madder and told me to stop imposing my culture on everyone. And it's weird since I'm white. I like John's face. (laughs) (laughs) At that point, I didn't feel like going anywhere with him and just gave him the flowers and went for a walk while he drove over to dinner himself. After he came home, he still had the flowers, which he gave to me and told me he was sorry. But his parents were super annoyed with me, constantly bringing stuff over like they can't take care of themselves. And later on, I got a text from his dad telling me not to come over for dinner anymore. Now, my boyfriend's giving me the cold shoulder unless I give his parents a huge apology. But I truly don't feel like I'm in the wrong for trying to be nice to them. Am I the asshole? Absolutely not. I'd like to congratulate her on becoming single. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. No, I mean, she's not bringing over like clothes and and money gifts and stuff like that. Right. Like, oh, you're so poor. Here, have some plates. No, this is like, <laughs> you know, what kind of charity is flowers? You're bringing over flowers. Just, you know, hey, I appreciate you cooking. Thank you. Yeah. You know, in, in Korea, you, you don't go. I mean, if you're going over to a friend's house, like all the time, you don't bring anything. But you go over to somebody's parents house, you go over to an uncle and aunt's some you bring something. You, right. you bring a bottle of wine, you bring uh, a side dish to pass around something, you know, you don't come in empty handed and you know, everybody feels better because they're, they've got the cost of preparing everything, making their house nice. Mm-hmm. They're, they're doing a lot of work and, and, and showing you something nice. So you, you do, I mean, a small thing, it's yeah, a really like, small hey, thing. Like she picked daffodils or whatever it was. Like that's, yeah, not, a, and wine. that's not a crazy thing to do. <laughs> it's, it's not like, oh, your family is so poor. Here, let me give him a gift card or something. Right. Yeah, that would be weird. But here's twenty bucks for dinner. Yeah, this this time the parents and the boyfriend are assholes. And yes, yeah, nothing in that story suggests. Oh, okay, I know it's the whole word cultural that kind of makes it like blown out of proportion in a way. I don't even think that's a whole cultural thing. You know, that's just being a no. decent person. That's but but what Dustin said, like that's just being. A courteous person like, hey, someone else taking the time out of the day, making the effort to cook for you and all that. And the least that you can do is bring something that's like, you know, if they like wine, or if they like flowers. I think that's common courtesy at this point. And girl, get you a new man because that fool ain't shit. <laughs> and don't marry into that family because they ain't shit either. Yeah. Yeah. Demanding an apology. My God. Out of here. <laughs> I can't believe she's been with him for four years. That's the crazy part. And so going back to the the cultural thing, like he mentioned, it's weird because she's white. As a white male raised by white parents who... Really? Tell uh, us more. (laughs) I know the struggle. (laughs) But it has always been a thing where, where you bring in... Like, yeah, you, you go to a friend's house, you bring a bottle of wine, you bring dessert, you bring something like I feel North American families do. You know what I mean? I feel it's just, yeah. uh, as you said, common courtesy. And I can't I have such a hard time believing his parents. Like I give the parents a maybe an asshole because I have no idea what he said to them during that dinner that she didn't go. Because like she said, up until that point, she didn't notice anything wrong. So it could be either his parents said something to him or he said something to the parents that made that, you know, so it could go either way with who's really the asshole, like the true asshole, I guess, of the story. But it's definitely weird. Yeah, I I feel like there must be something in the boyfriend's background or the the boyfriend's parents background where they they have some sort of issue with something being brought to them like, oh, they think we're poor. Are they 
you know, oh. there, there must be some like defensiveness in there That's because true. I, I can't see where, geez, I mean, to be an asshole to somebody's, uh, to somebody's <laughs> bo- girlfriend like that. And just, why, you know, yeah. un- unless, unless you're personally hurting about something that you need some therapy for, <laughs> you need to work that stuff out. And I completely understand that, you know, like someone who didn't have shit growing up, if someone would come in and just like give me something should I be thankful? Like the fact that you consider yeah. like what my favorite things are or like what kind of makes me happy and you you bring that. And, you know, it, when I invite you over for a company, that's, I don't know, that's just being a good person. It's not even, uh, the boyfriend is an asshole. The, the caucasity, <laughs> the caucasity of that motherfucker. <laughs> uh, so oh. I, can, I think we can all agree that she is definitely not the asshole. Not the asshole. Definitely not, sis. He's got to figure his shit out. If you really want to keep the relationship going, maybe try explaining to him and his parents, like sitting them down and saying, this is not a charity thing. I just, because they, they could maybe be like, like you said, from a culture that maybe isn't used to that. So maybe explaining to them that this is the culture. If they don't understand at that point and still demand an apology, you get the fuck out. Because <laughs> those people are not worth your time. You're too nice. <laughs> I would have just, peace out. True. Yeah. That's fair. <laughs> All right, so on to the spit take uh, story that I could not believe was real. But <laughs> am I the asshole for calling my friend an idiot for wanting a maternity test? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So <laughs> my friend Dan recently found out he might be a father. I say might because the girl he's been seeing on and off is pregnant and he's not sure if he's the dad. She offered to get a paternity test once the baby is born and doesn't expect any kind of support until they find out if the baby is his. He's on board with this and appreciates that she's not pushing him into fatherhood if the baby isn't his. So that's pretty pretty mature of her, you know. Very. Not sure who the father is, not cornering anyone. That's nice. That's a nice thing to do. The issue is that when he was talking to me about it, he also said he wanted to get a maternity test done to make sure the baby is hers. <laughs> Does he just want a picture of the baby crowning or something? Like, Like, oh, yeah, I remember that vagina. Yeah, that's definitely hers. (laughs) Yep, that's it. (laughs) Oh, God. Um, So (laughs) she is visibly pregnant. We know she's pregnant because she did a maternity shoot and posted it on social media. So she's obviously not faking being pregnant. We've both seen her in person, too, and she's definitely pregnant however dan believes the baby might not be hers i tried to explain him to him that's not how biology works unless she got an embryo implanted in her then she's definitely the mother <laughs> she's a waitress and works minimum wage plus tips so i doubt she has the money to afford an embryo implant plus it's ridiculous to think she would do that just to baby trap a guy who is unemployed and living with his parents at 32 <laughs> oh my god He's also never donated sperm. He is genuinely convinced that the baby might not biologically be hers, despite not only me, his mom, and our other friends explaining that that's not how babies slash pregnancies work. He's still insisting on a maternity test and told me that I was being ridiculous and I'm that I'm the one who doesn't understand biology, despite oh. studying to be an audiopath, uh, something in biology, I <laughs> audiopath, <laughs> pathologist. <laughs> 
autopsy pathologist. There we go. Which has required quite literally years of biology class. I got fed up with him and called him a senseless idiot and told him to call me when he got his head screwed on back on straight. Ever since then, he's been spamming my phone and has gotten a couple of our friends to spam me as well, telling me I'm being insensitive and completely stressed out about possibly being a dad. So am I the asshole for calling my friend an idiot? <laughs> Fuck no. <laughs> no. I'm not the asshole. I can't even say anything. This guy's dumb as rocks. <laughs> I, I, I can think of one way that it would not be technically her kid is that if she's a surrogate. Mm. So if, if somebody else has paid for it, because I know like the famous folks have, have paid for somebody else to have the duty of growing the kid. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But at that point, it's like, why would she not tell him, right? Because she's making money off that if she's a surrogate. Yeah. So why would that be a good income? Yeah, exactly. So why would she lead him on to believe that maybe he's the father? Maybe just to bullshit him. That'd be funny, actually. I kind of respect that. (laughs) (laughs) It might be a good income for her, but I hopefully homeboy didn't come in because this guy would not want to be a good father (laughs) passing down those goddamn DNA. Holy shit. Yeah, geez. I get oh. like the the thought of being a father when you're not ready. I get that can be stressful, but this is just dumb on a whole new level, I believe. <laughs> yeah. So oh. I'm going to say definitely not the asshole. I would definitely say the friend's not. probably not an asshole, just kind of an idiot. Uh, <laughs> is, there a t- yeah. is there a label for that one? <laughs> Dumb asshole. Uh, Dumb red, asshole. I was going to say, go. where's Red Foreman at? <laughs> Dumb ass. <laughs> oh my I, God. Yeah. I, I think the only minor asshole part that I can think of, of the person who's asking them, am I the asshole, is not picking up your friend's phone call. It's like, if you're still friends, yeah. like take the phone call, call him a dumbass every time. Oh yeah, but, <laughs> but but when you're isolated, it's it's not going to change his stupidity. He's still going to be that's maybe that's not her kid. Oh yeah, <laughs> you you support your friends through thick and thin mm-hmm. on most things. This is something Fuck that's no. not not harmful <laughs> to to anyone really. Like it, even if if he asks her, she's obviously going to be like, "You're a fucking idiot. I'm not doing." That. <laughs> so all that will maybe ruin is his relationship with her, but. Other than that, it's not really going to ruin anything for her. So, yeah, I definitely say pick up the call maybe and then just, just kind of keep call dunking on him because it's funny. <laughs> keep us updated. Yeah. Send oh, him the birthing God. video. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ask if he can be in, in the in the delivery room. God. Keeping in line with delivery rooms and pregnancies. Uh, <laughs> moving on to the next story. Am I the asshole for going home when my wife didn't let me into the delivery room? Yes. You say oh. yes. <laughs> <laughs> My wife gave birth a few days ago. We had what I believe to be a fairly standard pregnancy, and I did my best to take care of things and make it easy for her. I took her to the hospital when she was due, and her sister and her mother met us there. The problem started when she was taken to the delivery room. She asked the nurse that only her mother and sister be allowed in the delivery, then told me that she wanted me to wait until I've delivered and calmed down before letting me into the room. I was kind of shocked and didn't want to make a scene, so I just said okay and sat down in the waiting room. We had not really discussed the plan for the hospital, and I had no reason to think I wouldn't be there when my son was born. Why would you not have the discussion beforehand? (laughs) That seems like, you know, I know there's a lot going on, but... Maybe it's not her kid. Maybe it's not her kid. (laughs) Maybe she needs a maternity It's the same fucking guy from the first (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, that's fucking funny. <laughs> so, so continuing on, I texted my sister and asked her if she knew my wife was going to do this. She said no. I told her to ask if my wife was concerned about something because I don't consider myself someone who would make a fuss over things. She texted back after a while saying that my wife just doesn't want you to see her like this and then added that she didn't agree with my wife and tried to convince her, but ultimately it was her choice and I should respect it. I sat in the waiting room for six hours getting minimal updates as the labor was fairly slow. And then I decided that there was no point. So I texted her sister that I was going home. I'd meet my son when they brought him home and handle the birth certificate stuff the next day. They came home about nine hours later and I was finally able to meet my son. When my wife's mother and sister left, she got very angry with me for leaving her at the hospital. I was angry too, but I told her that we can talk about this in a few days because she'd just given birth. She wouldn't drop the subject, so I finally told her that she excluded me from the birth of my son for no reason. I didn't see the need to hang around at the hospital waiting room for hours doing nothing, and that she, even her own sister thinks what she did was wrong. She said there could have been complications and I needed to be there, to which I replied that I wouldn't have been there because she kept me out of the room anyway. The doctors would have handled the problem. She called me an inconsiderate asshole and has been talking short with me for the past several days. Her sister told me I should just apologize and move past it because it was a stressful time for my wife. But I think I'm owed a bigger apology. First, for how I was excluded from my own son's birth. Am I the asshole? I'd say both assholes. Uh, okay. You're pulling the Sean route. I like that. Yes, yes. Uh, the, the wife, I can understand how she would be worried about it because I know a lot of women have issues about, you know, seeing the vagina push out a baby. Right. And, you know, I've heard in a lot of births that the women also poop. I mean, there, there's a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, I've heard women say, you know, I'm, I'm worried that once he sees that, he's not going to find me sexually attractive again. And, you know, we've seen much sad. worse on the Internet. Yeah, we've seen worse on the Internet. Yeah. <laughs> That's a sad thought, though, for women, like to think that if my partner, who I think loves me and has been with me for years, if he sees me poop while I give birth to his child, he might not find me attractive. That's like a sad thought to think that about. Is. And and I can almost guarantee it's probably true. Like a lot of people, a lot of men are shitty. So I can only imagine that that is a true statement. But that those are good points. So that, that's why I think that she could have excluded him. But definitely, dude, stay there until the job is done. She's yeah. there until the job is done. Yep. And what do you True. have to do? Sit in the lobby and play on your phone? You can do that in your sleep, man. You know, candy crush. Just, <laughs> just you know, go for it might, hours. It might not be comfortable, but I'm sure they got Wi-Fi. Yep. You said it uh, might not be comfortable. It's definitely not comfortable for her. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm, I was just thinking like hospital chairs or something. Like yeah. that. I'm like, yeah, you yeah. probably can't get nice up. But, you know, maybe ask if they've got a spare cot or something like that. Go chill out in, in one of the side rooms. Stay there. You know, yeah. she's she's got stuff. And if she has a change of mind in the middle of it and is like, hey, get in here. You know, she you needs there? you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sit down in the waiting room, throw on some Sandman stories presents and, <laughs> and, and wait for that goddamn baby to be delivered. Agreed. Agreed on all fronts, because ultimately the woman has the decision who who's going to be the room. She's the one pushing it out. She's the one that's like doing yep. all the work. That's why they call is it, labor. Is it like I understand where <laughs> yeah. he's coming from, that he feels it sounds like he feels betrayed that he wasn't allowed there. But which, is, which I think is a fair feeling. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. like, it is. It's absolutely fair. So it's like, I'm not dunking on the guy for feeling that way. Like, glad you're showing emotions, my guy. That's a good thing. Yeah. But based on what Dustin said, you know, he has to be there. 
your only job is to fucking wait. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> if, if you need to go home for like a split second, just to like grab something by all means, I think that's understandable, but then sure. you rush mm-hmm. your ass back, back to the hospital. But other than that, no excuses. You're literally, your only job is to wait there. I mean, again, I always mess. I always say shit about guys. All you have to do is nut my guy. And that's all. <laughs> and nut and wait. Those are your only job when it comes to yeah. like, you know, deliveries. That's it. That's all you gotta do. That is an excellent point. Wait and support your significant other. Because, <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. I think it's an unfortunate situation. I feel they should have had this conversation beforehand so that feelings weren't hurt in the moment because right. that's supposed to be a very special moment for the parents, right? You're having your first yeah. kid, I assume. And to not have that conversation beforehand kind of ruined that moment. And That's on, well, that's on both of them. Yeah, honestly. I, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it is. It is. And you'll always look back on that moment with a little bit of like, there'll be that little bit of stain on that moment and, uh, poop stain. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> but yeah, so, so I think you just apologize maybe in a few days, weeks, whenever you both kind of calm down, maybe just have a conversation about, Hey, it, it hurt me when, when you didn't allow me into the, into the delivery room and just try and be mature about it. Don't attack her for, for her decision. Try and air out why she did that. And, and then maybe, God willing, you both have another child. You know, you are on the same page that time. So mm-hmm. that maybe you're in the d- delivery room with her and it can be a nicer one. <laughs> yeah. Communication is key. Talk about all the stuff beforehand. Don't just assume that it's going to happen. And yep. to, to say, sorry, I don't know, get, get a pizza delivery or something like that. See, see honey, I can be here <laughs> for the delivery. There you go. Get some daffodils for her. Some some daffodils. Stop imposing your culture. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, with that, we will wrap up our episode of Am I the Asshole? What did you think? Are all of these people assholes? Some of them assholes? Is everyone an asshole? Let us know in the comments on TikTok, YouTube, or, you know, you can send us DMs or tweet at us. We'll, we'll accept those too. Let us know what you think. And before we hop off, Dustin, please tell people about Sandman Stories Presents and where they can find it. Sure. Pretty much if you just Google Sandman Stories Presents, you can find everything. I don't have a homepage or anything like that, but I do have a, a WordPress blog. It's just me reading folktales from around the world. I have not hit any Canadian ones yet, but I, I will be, I'll be on the lookout for that. It. I, I've, I've done that a few like from a the film. <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting. <laughs> uh, I well, no, I I have one story on there from uh, Sault Ste. Marie, so the, from the Sioux, but yeah. that's bordering Michigan. So that's uh, I think that's the the Ghost Bride or something like that. But that's cool. yeah, and I and I am editing one right now of uh, Ilocano stories. So nice. got got the nice. Philippines represented. But yeah, my friends just told me, Dustin, your voice is very calm, very relaxing. And with a little bit of sound effects from, you know, recording in nature underneath, I just read the story, give a few comments, and hopefully it gets people to sleep. Hopefully just, you know, <laughs> you feel calm and you're like, okay, I can fall asleep now. I could, I'm almost willing to give you the rule of reading the asshole stories just because it's so soothing. <laughs> it is so soothing. And then like, even if someone's a, a raging asshole and I'm listening to it, I'm like, okay, this is nice. This is nice. <laughs> Am I an asshole for asking my wife to have a maternity <laughs> test? And fun fact, actually, and Dustin, I already told Dustin about this, but I'm openly willing to admit it in, uh, on air. My little side podcast, Kaba. Dustin's a huge inspiration for that. Like, I'm yeah. just like, man, this this guy is like, 
awesome at narrating. I want to be in that level. So every time I was trying to like trying to roll it out, Dustin was one of the very first people to just be like, hey, I want your thoughts on this. See how am I doing? And he said, this is garbage. <laughs> it, I mean, if it is, then shit. It, it do be facts sometimes. <laughs> no, it, it's good. It's good. I, I'm just bu- busting your balls. <laughs> But yeah, definitely go check out Sandman Stories Presents. It is amazing. Like I said, if you have trouble sleeping, if you love to listen to podcasts while you sleep, it is the perfect one. Definitely works, as I can attest to <laughs> my afternoon naps sometimes. So thank you very much, Dustin, for coming on. I, we're going to definitely have you on again. Thank you, Wikimaniacs, for listening. If you want to and are able to, please go to our patreon.com slash cultivate podcast network and you can get episodes a week early and ad free. And if you like the show and want to help us out, you can support the show that way. You can also give us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, or Spotify. Any ratings and reviews help boost the show and gets, gets us out there. So thank you very much. And we will see you on Monday. Audible is the largest collection of audiobooks and podcasts.